aren't surprised by it, but cat season is over. We knew exactly what Aaron Donald was doing last weekend, and that was ending our season. And saving it at the same time, I guess. I don't know. And it was pretty disappointing when your opponent doesn't even hit 300 in the playoffs and you can't beat him. You know, it's pretty annoying. You lose sleep over it. And then you find yourself up at 10.30 at night talking to yourself about fantasy, so. I mean, we will be back next year. I mean, I don't got many doubts about that. It's just... It sucks. We did end the streak, but we literally showed up here, dropped 250 points in the playoffs, and left. It's almost as if we weren't even here. Not gonna lie, I don't have a clue how to do this episode. Because, um... I already did my entire playoff bracket last weekend, and considering I went somehow, some way... I went perfect. Can you believe that? The only time I went perfect all year was the one time it was the playoffs. And of course, the one time where I didn't have to pick two other games. Because, you know, that's probably would have fucked me over right there. But because of the fact that I got perfect on my predictions, let's just remind ourselves who I had picked um, for those who aren't, you know... I don't know who wouldn't know, but the second round in the playoffs consists of Brody, who beat Legro, Knack, who beat Furley, Truns, who beat Blank Ben, and Moose, who beat Moi. So, I mean, then in the next round, this will technically, I guess, be the prediction segment, because really, it's the exact same thing as I said last week. I'm not really going to go in change much right out with what I picked so um in this round I had uh Truns beating Brody and I had Moose beating Knack so we will see if that pans out I mean obviously there's going to be a lot of outliers that go on from here to the games um some injuries obviously and shit like that players not practicing and it's going to be really just more so something to uh I guess, like, keep in mind going forward when paying attention to these games. It's just, like, anything can happen out there. So that's why you see somebody like Legro almost be able to, you know, upset a team like Brody. Uh, The Cats, you know, had we had... Let's not forget the fact I literally traded, like, my fucking entire hope at winning for Jerry Judy, who ended up getting us zero points in the first round of the playoffs. And he really didn't even do anything since we traded for him. Um, I'm not lying when I say that. It is the lesson. And uh, if I have to prove it to everybody, including myself next year, that I learned my lesson, I will. I will. It's that simple. In terms of fucking going forward, though, um, I obviously had picked Moose and Truns. So we'll see what happens. I think that there's some injuries for Brody, like Kareem Hunt. Uh, DJ Moore is obviously a little banged up. I think he probably will return to practice, but I think it's also kind of too early to tell. But, I mean, it is kind of like 
almost like a wash of a season for Carolina. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to see what they decide to do that. <clears throat> Sorry, in that department. But it's also because, like, Trent's literally almost at 400 with everything he had going against him last week. Way too hard to, to go against someone like that. And uh, he did it also without the Browns, AJ and Antonio Brown. So, yeah, that's just insane. Um, and, I mean, it's not like Brody's team is really that bad, uh, but it's going to be something to watch how Gibby, they're saying he has turf toe, I think so. This is the same injury as last year, which what he had was turf toe. Uh, Javante will be fine, really, like, fuck. I don't see him struggling at all, but it's more so, like, you cannot get the lack of production he got from his wide receivers and expect to win against a team like Truns especially, right? So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, overall this week, it's just more so that also you got to remember if um, things don't get cleared up COVID-wise in uh, Washington, it's not like Trent is going to be rolling out there with one quarterback again. He did pick up the cock, so he does have another option behind him if, let's say, Kyle Allen and uh, Heineke aren't going to go, but I think one of them will be able to go for sure. So, I mean... And let's be completely honest. Um, there's probably not really a need for me to go and do a power rankings. But <coughs> if we're going to do it, let's do it. <coughs> I'm going to put Neller 12. I mean, I, that's literally going to be the bottom four from last week. So Neller 12, Sandy 11, Clark 10, Rich 9. Up you know what? Legro actually almost pulled off the upset. He scored more points than me in the first round of the playoffs. So I'm going to put the Cats at eight. Legro's going to go. Nope. I mean, you know what? Legro put up a fight. Bruce's team shit to bed. So I got to put Bruce seven. Legro six. Furley five. Knack four. Brody three. Moose two. Truns one. Bang, that easy, man, right off the top of the dome ski. Um, as for Welsh shit, obviously we're not going to be really doing that in the playoffs, which almost leaves me like, what the fuck else do I have left to talk about, boys? Right? It's not much. Um, I think there are definitely going to be some things that to watch for in the games, but it's more like it's really hard to predict because how can you predict COVID and anyone getting it and all stuff like that, right? So I think it's more so watching about guys like Antonio Gibson, DJ Moore, uh, AJ Brown, Taylor Heineke, uh, Daryl uh, Henderson, players like that in that matchup. And then obviously when you're going to have to roll around and see the uh, Knack and Moose matchup, there's... Sorry, I said earlier that Brody um, was gonna miss was missing Kareem Hunt and it was actually Knack. That was just a complete brain fart. But I mean, I was thinking about uh, Brody was missing someone um, important and it was Elijah Moore. And um, Julio is back in full capacity. They said today, but that they do play tomorrow, so we're gonna have to see what happens there. Um. But yeah, as for Knack, like obviously he is missing Kareem Hunt. He's also going to be fucking missing uh, Goff, who just was on the COVID list. And he has to roll with Jimmy, which honestly probably would have been the move anyways. But 
I don't really think that he has to worry about, as we saw last week, what happens with the Ravens quarterback situation. No matter what, it's like a plug and play, really. Like, not a knock on Lamar, but at least fantasy wise, you know, like Huntley's going to come in and be able to hold zone. So it's like, when you see Moose had, oh, he really. I'm honestly just reading Moose's team name now. That is so savage. Dude, come on, man. You really gonna do that, huh? Okay. Okay. Um, I think really, though, just for Moose, he's gotta make the right call, right? It's gonna come down to him. I mean, we're gonna have to see. Our, uh, Craig Reynolds really wasn't that terrible for Detroit. You know, it was probably a pleasant surprise almost. So we'll see if they do want to incorporate him with Jamal Williams and the other guys already in the mix a bit. But um, I don't know. That's definitely a bit of a risk for Moose with Jamal Williams coming back to keep Craig Reynolds in the lineup over someone who you know could at least get surefire like volume and that being Mike Williams. So, yeah, that's definitely going to be something to keep an eye on. But... Um, Man, I don't got much else to say. Like, what do you want me to say? Well, shit. Okay, well, here's shit. Uh, Cole Beasley, because he got the vid. Uh, Adam Thielen, one ankle. Uh, and Christian McCaffrey, because he also has one ankle and the vid. So he's a combination of both of those guys, really. And as for well, I'm going to go with Horsecock Lock. He's literally going to come in and play unbelievable. I'm not even, t- I'm not even kidding. Just watch. Just watch. Just watch. I'm not even worried. Just watch. Then I'm going to go with... Um, hmm. Man, I'm just thinking of people. I'm not even looking at the teams. Hollywood Brown. I thought he's probably going to catch a fucking bomb from Huntley this week. They missed a couple last week. Oh, it's happening. Just take it to the bank. Just take it. Take it. Take it. Tell him to fucking put the deposit in the damn account. And my last well, hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, Marvin Jones. I know Nack is not going to agree with me, but it's this week. It is this week. That's all I got to say. Thank you for listening. Good luck to the four teams that are remaining. And congratulations to Furley, Legro, and Bruce on great seasons. Um, obviously, losing in the first round isn't the best case of scenarios, but it is a lot better feeling knowing you at least managed to make the playoffs. And, you know, for someone like Furley especially, just a, a great bounce back from year one and, you know, definitely prove that he can hang, right? So think that there's a lot of positives to take out and I mean it depends you can look at it as a glass half full or a glass half empty right and for the cats we probably should be looking at it as a glass half empty but you know what nah it's half full man because like lottery's right around that corner soon and you know the the cats can pull a little bit of something out that are fucking hot cat in the hat knows a lot about that good luck this week Except everybody in the toilet bowl and the consolation ladder. I don't even care if you the consolation matchups are really like the new toilet bowl because even the toilet bowl has something to play for, and then the consolation like we're playing for like what third and fourth. It's like I don't want that shit. Not even third and fourth actually. Even worse. What the fuck? 